Today on this episode of The Crossover, we will be discussing life undercover, working in the CIA, with former CIA agent and Silver Star Medal recipient, Bill Pinheiro. Learn what becoming a CIA agent entails, the dangerous missions they encounter, and how they disguise their identity. Much more on this episode of The Crossover. Good afternoon, everyone. I'm going to be talking with my friend Bill Pinheiro today. Life in the CIA. Hey, Bill, what's going on, bud? How are you, buddy? I'm good, man. Listen, thanks for thanks for joining us. Uh, I know you got to run in a little bit. So I'll just do a quick intro here while everyone's logging on. We have the pleasure of talking to my good friend and colleague with an incredible story. Uh, Bill joined the Marines at age 17 and was part of the 1st Division, uh, spending time in Central America and South America since he was fluent in Spanish. He transitioned to the Intelligence Division and spent time in Grenada, where he was awarded the Silver Star Medal for his bravery in saving several agents in the field of combat. He subsequently was recruited to the CIA as a special agent and was sent to Nicaragua for reconnaissance. And he's here to discuss life undercover, working in the CIA. This has always really fascinated me. So, again, Bill, thanks for joining us. Very excited to talk to you today a little bit about what that lifestyle entails. Well, it was, well, it was interesting and it was fun, um, you know, and dangerous at the same time. You know, um, I mean, I, I basically what I my, my job was to to call, uh, collect information on military and political on the different countries I, I was in and just pass it on to my handler. And that's most of the stuff that I did. You know, it was a uh, really interesting because uh, the training that we got, I got a nine months training in Langley and um, what we did is try learn how to blend in, be friendly. Um, you start looking for jobs and, you know, I used to do construction work, and, and you, believe it or not, you'll be surprised how much information you can obtain from people that, you know, that w- once they start trusting you. Well, let me start by, I guess, just let's set the groundwork. What is the overall role of the CIA in this country? Well, during what I did was basically to collect uh, uh, political and military information of what was going on in the country. And how is people want to know a lot of times difference between FBI and CIA? Well, CIA, they're both intelligence uh, division, but the CIA has no uh, law enforcement, you know, uh, at all. So basically the CIA, it's more just intelligence. And how did you first get interested? Was it something that you've always thought about as a kid? Was there an event in the military? It was when I was joined the intelligence division, it was really interesting, and I, I found it fascinating. And uh, at one point, I mean, I, I was approached by them later on. Uh, one of the guys that, I, that met me uh, felt that I would be a, do a good job, and, and that's how I got involved and basically wanted to continue serving this country. Now, I want to hear about the training. I think the training, it, it, the background for these kind of special agencies is very is very unique. Tell us the training that you went through. You kind of mentioned it earlier. They teach you how to blend in, how to become friends with local people, how to extract information. Tell us a little bit about that. No, basically that's it. You know, it's, uh, you become very friendly and you become, for you to obtain intelligence, you have to get the trust of the people. 
And at the beginning, uh, my role was, oh, I was a, a, a deserter from Cuba, you know. Um, and, you know, people, oh, well, this guy, you know, he, he's running away from something. And, and you kind of like blend into it and, and you give your story and, and you open up to them that basically it's not true what you're saying, but they feel that you're, you know, hey, look, this guy we can trust. He's opening up to us. And, and that's what my role was. And that's how it was. It was a lot of acting, you know, mm -hmm. basically. Can you give us just an example or even make up something if you can't say it, but the type of information that you would try to extract from these people? Well, depend on what country you were in. Okay. There was, uh, in, in, in Panama, a lot of it was uh, about the dealing, the, the government dealing drugs that they were saying they weren't doing it. And so you kind of like work your way to a certain area of, of the, um, of the polit political aspect and you friends, befriend somebody and that's, and, and it goes from there on, you know, every role is different. Every role where you're at, it all depends where you're at. Is there any formal education that's needed or is it just a short, brief course? When I was a call, uh, was, uh, you know, Drafted, I will say, um, I, I only had a high school education. But back then, they were sort of desperate for Spanish-speaking uh, agents. And I fit it right in. I had my military background. But nowadays, it's, it's I mean, you have lawyers and uh, IT experts. I mean, the, the agency has grown so much it, it's, that now it's, it's just investigating intelligence and and, and, and the internet and everything. Now it's, it's just humongous, you know? How do they prevent moles? Meaning like, what kind of background checks do they have when someone's like, hey, I want to be a CIA agent. How do you know that person is not a mole for oh, another country? You go through a lot of investigation, background investigation, lie detectors. I mean, poly, these polygraphs. I, I must have taken like six polygraphs. And, uh, and the background is intense. But it's funny because the background that they do uh, to the people that you know, it, they don't say they're the CIA. They would say, well, um, he's applying for this position in the government or this position in the, as a fireman. Or like they approached some of my old friends and they said that I was applying for a police department, you know. So they yeah. do in a very intense background. What would you say is the number one most important characteristic of a successful CIA agent? Number one, to blend in in the situation you're in and convince people that they can trust you, you know? Yeah, I mean, that's, a, that's definitely a skill set that I think people are just either have it or they don't. So it's yeah. and, I, and, you know, I've always been, like, a very friendly guy. I talk to everyone. And I think that kind of, like, helped out, too, you know? Mm -hmm. If you're very uh, a person that you're very um, introverted and, and you, don't do, you don't get along with people, you're in the wrong field. Yeah, it sounds like personality is probably the number one characteristic that they look for when they're deciding who's going to be an agent. What would you say is the biggest challenge you faced when you were transitioning to become a CIA agent? The bi biggest challenge <laughs> was uh, when going to another country is or was to to not, I mean, be confident and not be nervous about what you were doing. Don't second guess yourself. I think if you second guess yourself, you're going to get in trouble. 
what would you say is like the most dangerous situation? Again, if you can't talk about it, you can't talk about it. But uh, I'll tell you one. And, yeah. and it was in, uh, in Colombia. In Colombia, I was actually, uh, we were eating in a restaurant and I always spoke Spanish, but for some reason I said something in English. And there was a guy with me and he goes, oh, you speak English. And I said, yeah, you know, so I had to like make up a story. And then later on, uh, they actually took me somewhere to interrogate me and at gunpoint. So that was like the most dangerous part. And that's about it. That's as much as I can tell right there. Wow, that sounds, uh, that sounds scary. <laughs> for, for sure. Yeah, I mean, you got to definitely think on your feet, like one little slip like that. And oh, then yeah. they basically opened up and they, they suspected that you were someone who you weren't. Exactly. And, and thank God... If you get nervous while you're doing this and you're being interviewed by them and you start second guessing, you, you it's like, okay, that's it. You have to be confident. Hey, listen, you know, I, I spoke English. Remember, I, you know, I, I came from Cuba, but I, in Cuba they teach English, you know, so and that was about it, you know, but uh, it, 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 from there on, actually, within two weeks, I was pulled out of the assignment when I told my handler. Yeah. Now, what about, um, training for that do they train you to deal with interrogation torture all uh, that i can't talk about i can't okay. talk about that part reasonable <laughs> reasonable um so what are the four major divisions of the cia and how are they different from one another well you have intelligence now you have uh, the internet also um you have um what would it say uh it has different branches. I know it's intelligence and politics and, and now uh, the internet. I mean, they're, they're, from what, remember, when I was in back in the early uh, 80s to now, it's it's a different story. Yeah. Were there I any divisions? Have, were there any I'm divisions sorry? back when, were there any divisions back when you did it or was it just one? Agency? It was just one. Back then it was just one, you know, and it was all basically, a lot of it was political and military, most of it, you know. Mm -hmm. I mean, we didn't have to worry about cyber attacks and any of that stuff, you know? Yeah, they're definitely a new world. Yeah. I, you know, one of the things that, that that really fascinates people is how you guys protect your identity, just like you were talking about. Are you able to talk about the training that, w that went into identity protection, the mechanisms that are used to protect CIA agent identities? I can't talk about it because there's still some of those things are still in effect are still in effect and 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 the training that goes into that must be extreme I'm it is a very extreme you know 15 hours a day training uh for for nine months you know that i did it myself was for nine months there's people that spent a year you know yeah and it, so do most cia agents have to live double lives you know what in my case i you, you could say you, 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 yes, I could say yes, it's more of a double life because when you are done with your, let's say I, I'm done with my mission that I was doing and I come back to the state, I was a different person. So, yeah, your, I would say yes. Yeah. Can your family and friends know what you do? The only one that knew was my dad. Wow. Okay. So, but is that is that uniform? Like if someone joins the CIA and they're doing intelligence missions, are you able to tell? No. Wow, not even your family. No, not even your family. 
I mean, I had times that were, I was in different countries that I couldn't even talk to my family for a long yeah. time. So what do you tell your family that you do? Or what, what do most they, know, they thought I was still in the Marines. You know, I was deployed somewhere or stuff like that, but they still thought I was in the Marines. Wow, super interesting how that how that works. I mean, you, you have people who know everything about you, like your spouse and your kids, and you can't you can't tell them what you do. But yeah, no, uh, let me tell you, it's it's a tough life. It really is. And and I I mean, I did it for a while until my I started getting a family and it was getting too dangerous. And that's when I basically called it quits. What was the biggest point of satisfaction for you? Like, what is the draw to being a CIA agent for you and for anyone who joins it? For me, was I, I felt like I was so as you know I'm Cuban descendant, and my dad always taught me to be very grateful for this country for opening the doors for us. So for me, it was a, an honor to serve this country and help in everything I could. That's a good motive to do it, and obviously yeah. we can't do it without people like yourself who sacrifice, you know, potentially their lives and everything else you were talking about. If you could do it over again, if you could do all your career over again, including CIA, what would you do differently, if anything? I would have gone to college before joining the Marines. And what would that have done for you? Just have a it, better you background? Have, you, you, I think you, would have, you, you, you do have more opportunities as a college graduate. Okay. And I tell, I tell kids nowadays that they, oh, they want to join the Marines. Sometimes they come to my house and I have an area where I have... You know, a lot of Marine stuff and my, uh, my old medals and stuff. And, and I tell everybody, hey, go to college first. Don't go in as a grunt. Go to college. Yeah. But and college a, is not, from, not for everyone. It wasn't for me back then, you know. I went course. to college after I came back. Yeah. I, how, how big is the CIA, just so we will have an idea? Roughly, how many special agents are there? Can you give oh, us a rough I, number? I couldn't, I couldn't tell you. Yeah. I, I, I can tell you that the CIA is all over the world. All over the world. Yeah. And just to like debunk myths, would you say being a CIA special agent is more like Jason Bourne or James Bond? <laughs> None of the above. 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 Somebody asked me one time, he goes, what kind of gadgets do you use? I said, no, no, no. Yeah, None so there's no watches that kind of explode and... I'm I'm pretty sure there is, but not none were introduced to me. But you know, I'm pretty sure there is. That's I mean, good. I heard stories. I heard a lot of stories of a lot of gadgets, but I never got to see them. It's very very cool. Listen, last question because I know you got to run. What is your message to anyone listening, potentially who wants to pursue a career in the CIA? My message is: make sure this is what you want because it's a lot of sacrifice. You know. If you're not willing to sacrifice, don't even bother. Seriously. That's a great way to put it. I, I think um, I love this interview, not only because it was short and sweet, but you gave us a great background into something that no one really knows about. We've seen movies, like I said, Jason Bourne, James Bond, obviously not accurate. Um, and there's a lot of myths behind it. And I'm glad that you kind of debunked a lot of those myths. Thanks for everything you've done, Bill. Your background is amazing. Your work in the Marines, the CIA, intelligence agency, all of that. Really and appreciate the University of Miami. <laughs> exactly. But we want to talk about the military stuff. But, but again, you know, your background, everything that you did after your work at the CIA, um, really appreciate it, man. And this country does as well. So thank you so much. Thank you so much, buddy. Thank you. I appreciate it. Good times. All right, man. I'll see all you right. soon. Take care. All right. Take care, man.